0: Alright, welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. This is your host, the self-proclaimed and really very, very much relieved Steelers fan, Jason Feld. Across from me, his first time being with us is the Crimson Cowboy fan, Mr. Trent Hempill. Trent, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> A little Kawhi Leonard for you guys there. <laughs>
0: Uh, I was, I was expecting you to come back with, that. I'm just here so I don't get fined or something. <laughs> uh, no, we've got a new face. Uh, I'm going to just say much more pleasant person behind, oh, I do look better. behind the mic, Matt, the cow, the pack the cheese head. I'll get it right. The cheese head of the South out of town for Thanksgiving and, uh, his Packers are playing right now on Sunday night football against the 49ers down seven, nothing already in San Francisco. And uh, we just didn't want to make Matt have to choose between two focuses because we know he has a very one-track mind. And uh, the last time we tried to do this during <laughs> a Packer game on Sunday night, you didn't get much of Matt. So I figure we'll get uh, a little bit more uh, out of Trent. And so we had Trent on. Uh, that was a
1: while ago. What that was week a was call that? in a week. Whew, man, I think. Well, see, the Cowboys were four and one. Yeah. So, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, three and one. So week five. So week five. So week five. He and Matt went to Dallas to watch the Cowboys,
0: and so uh, we're calling up, we're, we're we're promoting you to the big leagues. Hey, I'll take it. Hey, we're we're glad that you're here. But uh, anyway, uh, it is Turkey Week. Thanksgiving, favorite time of the year. I was gonna say it really is. Uh, I was telling some people this morning. Honestly, it's it's. I look forward to it more and more every single year. Just about more than I do Christmas.
1: Yeah. See, my thing with with Thanksgiving is, uh, especially you know being a Cowboys fan, you you have the three F's. I was gonna say, and not in any necessarily, not in any certain order, but yep. you, you got food. Yep. You got family. Yep. And and football. Fo- absolutely.
0: That and. Honestly, what better way to spend a day? Exactly. Which makes Thanksgiving the best holiday of the year. Exactly. So we're looking forward to that this year. We're going to be thankful for a few things later on in the podcast. Black Friday coming up. You doing any Black Friday shopping this week? Uh, I'm not. I think I might work. Mm. Get that holiday pay. That's right. That's right. Trent is a uh, first responder, law enforcement, uh, here in Mobile area. And uh, so we thank you. Your service i appreciate that and uh we thank you for working on black friday keeping all the crazy people safe <laughs> uh as they go out i will not be probably doing much shopping i enjoy i enjoy doing it from the couch i'm i'm trying to do as much shopping online this maybe year maybe some cyber monday stuff yes definitely cyber monday um but speaking since this is a football podcast it is crunch time going down in the next couple of weeks at the wire in these playoff races a lot of things are going to be decided, so it was an exciting day, exciting week in the NFL. Really some ugly games. Very um, ugly, ugly. weather. Yeah, ugly weather, but a couple of really great games. We'll get into those here in a little bit, uh, but uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into it with our first segment. Hi. First and 10 this after or this evening uh, is going to be, because this is Trent's first time with us on the podcast, I want Trent to have a voice. This This podcast... Is a uh, it's it's every week we want to have fan reaction, and we're fans, and so we're just reacting to some of these games. Are our opinions right? Probably not half the time. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, are they legitimate? Is is the stats that we give legitimate? I would like to say forty percent of the time they are. Um, yeah. But even then, that's not verifiable. So, <laughs> but uh, but we want to have some fan reaction, and so I wanted to give Trent some opportunity uh, to, as a fan, uh, we said he's the Cowboys fan, uh, just to give us some fan reaction. We'll talk about the Cowboys game later, and we'll let you definitely react to that then because I have a feeling you've got a little bit to, to say about that. But um, I know you've got some things that uh, you have been thinking about in regards to this NFL season. So why don't you go ahead and share a little bit with us
1: <sighs> your heart tonight. Oh, man. uh, So... Being a Cowboys fan, uh, I know it's been a rough season, kind of up and down. Um, but, you know, my my biggest reaction today, and it's not even knee-jerk because it's kind of been going on all season. Uh, and I know my cheesehead buddy would attest to this from a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, NFL officiating has just become a, a running joke. It really um, is. You know, <laughs> I'll use the Cowboys game as an example just because I watched the entire thing, um, you know, there was a tripping call earlier in the game. I did see that. I've seen tripping calls called, never twice in a game though. That is very unusual. A few, uh, if anybody out there watched the game, um, Cowboys had a third and one. Dak hit Zeke on a out route for a first down. They called tripping on Travis Frederick, and I just didn't see it. And I, you know, I think everybody that was announcing and everybody else watching would have agreed. It was a phantom trip. Um, bad calls are part of the game. So I'm not going to sure. dwell on that. Um, but again, going back to that, the saints game had a big, big pass interference, offensive pass interference called a Michael Thomas in the end zone, right? Players fight in the end zone on, on a one yard fade. Sure. They do it. it it's football. Um, and I thought for sure it was gonna get reversed, uh, but they got to get rid of this challenge rule. It real. I,
0: this is what we were just talking about. The, the challenge rule to me, it's worthless. Uh, I, I have. I'm
1: trying to find it right now, but I know that it has a piddly success rate of. Oh, it's it's terrible. I think only like nine coaches have actually won the challenge, and there was a challenge won uh, for the Panthers. Uh, Rivera challenged a pass interference on the goal line and and succeeded. It's it's. I mean, it's just getting so not only do the the people who the challenge was created for the New, New Orleans Saints get one not overturned in their favor but they get one actually overturned against them so and in their own stadium too i mean yeah the superdome was not happy
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh it, it's just getting to be where and and certainly you know, this has been something that the NFL has been trying to avoid going all the way back to when they had the whole debacle with the replacement refs is trying to make the refs not a part of the game as far as not deciding the game. But they are seemingly putting themselves more and more in the storyline for these games with these bad calls that I mean, it's 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 getting to be almost laughable.
1: It, it It's 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 a little ridiculous because the NFL makes so much money. Yet they cannot hire full-time refs. Yeah, and that's
0: uh, of all the things you've got. If you're so worried about your players in the uh, the integrity of the game, whether it's the players, um, you know, off the field actions, the play on the game, and trying to protect players, why in the world would you not also try to protect the integrity game the uh, the integrity of the game with you know, you've done it with replay to a degree, but with with these with the calls with guys that are gonna make it right. And I understand a lot of it has to do with human error. I'm a baseball fan, you're a baseball fan.
1: It's it's a part of any sport. Bad calls are a part of the sport. It's it's the human integrity, the human error is is part of what makes it exciting. But when you get to the point where it's starting to cost teams games legitimately and I'm not saying that the tripping game, the tripping call against the Cowboys would have won them the game because they still had a lot of field left to go. Right. But there are a number of games this year where I have watched and I have legitimately seen the refs cost a team the game. And it, it, it it's just getting ridiculous. I don't want Bob the accountant out there throwing a penalty for my, my team when he's probably thinking about what he's got to do on monday morning to to please his boss yeah absolutely uh this
0: it needs to be your full-time job exactly it it really does for the sake of the nfl i mean we enjoy the game we love the game why why do we have to question whether or not a
1: a game is going to be called fairly Um, and i mean these guys would work one day a week and you know goodell makes what does he make i think 35 million a year A lot. A lot of ridiculous money that he should not make. Take a million off, Roger. Come on, man. Pay some riffs. One day a week. (laughs) I've seen high school games called better than these NFL games. It's getting bad. It really is getting bad.
0: So uh, I just pulled this up. Last year, in 2018, there were uh, 3,569 penalties called in just, just last year. All right. Now um, let me see if I can pull it this year. So far, because I'm curious, where what kind of what kind of trend are we on? All right. So already through uh, eleven weeks through eleven weeks, we uh, we have two thousand four hundred eighty seven penalties. Wow, that is daunting. So, I mean, there there, I mean, some of it some of it certainly is legitimate.
1: Some of it. Most of it, probably. Probably. These these false starts, which, again, don't get me started on false starts because I don't understand how a player can turn around and look at the quarterback, but then if he looks at the lineman and just you know sneezes, it's a false start. Right. But he can, at any time, turn around and look at the quarterback. Anyone on the line. I don't understand how the center can point at people and give thumbs-ups, and but then if he... Blinks, it's a false start. Right. Any little flinch is a false start. Yep. But they can move and everything. Pre- I don't know the rules on it, but again, I don't get people that make a lot more money than me make those decisions. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it, we're, we're,
0: uh, we're we're just finding it. I'm, I'm curious. I, I want to find out uh, what that uh, number from last year compares to uh, – this year, all right. So we uh, they averaged last year. Um, let me see, divided by sixteen. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, divided by seventeen. Uh, averaged about 210 penalties a week in wow. the NFL last year. Okay. All right. This year through eleven, we're averaging 226. So it's a it's when you break it down like that, it's a little bit higher this year. A little bit more. But, I mean, we saw this starting last year. Exactly. And that's, I mean, we, we saw it starting last year, but I think it's being magnified with some of these rule changes, specifically with the pass interference, the PI challenge rule. Which is ridiculous. Which it's, I mean, if you're if you're not going to allow
1: coaches to challenge and successfully challenge it. And the sad thing is the the rule, the team that the rule was made up for, I'm pretty sure has not won a single one of those challenges. No, not at all. And and you just see Sean Payton and his his anger, <laughs> and he he just has those pursed lips over on the sidelines, and and I feel for him. I, no, I really absolutely, do. I mean it. You get. What's the see? Here's what's the most
0: frustrating. What's the point in having it if it doesn't work, like it's supposed to, or like like it's being understood that it's supposed to. If it's being understood incorrectly, then that needs to be that's that's miscommunication exactly. by the NFL or at least between the, uh, the officials in the NFL and the coaches, something needs to change here so that we're all on the same page. Because at this point, between fans, coaches, players, it's not being understood the same way as the officials. That's 100% correct. So we just need to get on the same page. Get on the same page, NFL. Come on. All right. You want us to play 100. Let's, uh, let's get this all, all set right.
1: Hire real actual refs, Roger. Real refs, Roger. Hashtag real refs, Roger.
0: Triple R. <laughs> <laughs> all right but well, that does it for our first segment we're going to get into all of these games today here halfway through the first quarter of the sunday night game san francisco still up seven nothing uh packers about to punt and we'll keep you updated on that game as we go along but let's go ahead and get into all these games Hi. second and long we'll get into all of these games today and uh, we had four teams on a buy this week: Arizona, Kansas City, the Chargers, and Minnesota, and uh, all on a buy some uh, playoff teams there. And so we'll see how the rest of these games affect it. So we're going to get started right in our first game today, and uh, we'll do things a little bit different tonight since Matt's not here and Trent's kind of coming in, filling in last minute. And again,
1: I do appreciate you—you you no problem stepping up. Anytime I can offer expertise, you know. It's- well,
0: it's about time we had some
1: <laughs> intelligence sitting in that chair. Yeah, sorry, Matt. I love you, but.
0: <laughs> I do, too, despite what I might say. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to kind of go through, give some stats in these games, and then I'll get your reaction on some of these. And uh, i got some questions for you. So our first game, the Thursday night game, Houston and Indianapolis. Houston wins 20-17. to This is battle for first place in the division. Houston takes the lead by the win. It really was a back-and-forth game. It was a good,
1: a great game.
0: It really was. Um and and Houston comes out on top really behind Deshaun Watson. I mean, th- he's a man. He really the is. guy is a man. He knows how to win. Um and so it was important though for them
1: because after they got embarrassed by Baltimore last week, which I really expected to be a better game. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I I think the Texans D. Um I'm I'm not even quite sure that they got exposed. But I I just. I don't think Baltimore's offense is as good as everybody. Nope, as everybody thinks it is. Thank you,
0: thank you, thank you. This is why I asked you to come on this <laughs> show because I get somebody that can actually uh, agree with me on things that matter. So thank you for 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 st- standing by me on that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Houston. I don't know what they were expecting last week because they just came out flat. Flat. I mean maybe Baltimore's offense is not as good as we think they are but they are definitely peaking both their defense and their
1: offense is peaking and their at the defense right is good I mean you know you got one of th- Marlon Humphrey that he is an unsung hero of that team um he can probably lock down any receiver on the field yeah well he's probably at this point their best defensive player oh easily. With I mean, with the departure of Mosley in the off season, you know, mm-hmm. you knew they were gonna be lacking. And at, Terrell Suggs. At, yeah, exactly. I mean linebacker position. Um and Humphrey's a young guy. Uh he's but he came out of the same secondary that Minka Fitzpatrick played in. I was gonna say he played an understatement, so um, he knows how to play that So cover. he he knows how to play that defense yeah. and, and it shows. Yeah. I mean, he's he's an excellent, excellent cover man. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh for Houston, they were really gouged on the ground. Uh their their defense really gave up a lot of yards to Indianapolis, but that's the only place that they were given to get up yards because they, they were strong against the pass. Four Texans, Deshaun Watson, 298-2-1. Two and one. Hopkins catches two touchdowns. I so know you like that on your fantasy team. D-Hop is, is back. <laughs> um, however, he did not get the most targets. Will Fuller in his first game back, 7 for 140 on 11 targets. I, I mean, that's pretty good, 20 yards a, a catch. Yeah. I, that's And you know what's sad is I picked him up last week to play in fantasy and then he didn't play. So I dropped him and that, that's, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. That's usually what happens. Um, Absolutely. For Indianapolis, their ground game has been their winning formula all year
1: long. And this week, Jonathan Williams taking over for the injured Big Marlon surprise Knicks. for me. I, I honestly thought they were going to go to Heinz a little more. Um, with him being the the pass catching back, uh, I think they probably would have if this game had been if they'd have been down in this game. That's that's true. But I I wasn't expecting that out of Williams, and he had a good showing when Mac went down last week. Yes, he um, did with with the injury. But I still I thought the Texans were gonna do a little bit better. Uh, taking him away yeah. and forcing Brissett to throw.
0: Well, they didn't. However, Brissett couldn't throw because he did not do enough to complement the run game, and that's the only way that they're going to be able to win. They run oh. the ball, and then Brissett's got to do enough, but he couldn't even do enough. Uh, I think some to... of that's on Ty, though. Maybe, T.Y. but y I don't had a think crucial t... drop. Yeah, but I don't think he's completely healthy either. He he isn't, and he's doing his best to to, to I mean, stay he's, on the he's field. A, he's a gamer. He's being out there. He now, is. here's the thing. All right, I'll say this, and we'll move on. Even with the win. They're in the lead now. I do not think this seals the, the division for Houston. Absolutely not. I mean, they're only a game game up on Indianapolis and they've been inconsistent. Absolutely. So, you have no idea which one of these teams. There's been so much inconsistency in the NFL. I mean, Jekyll talk, and Hyde all season. So many of these teams have been like that. So, we'll see what happens uh with them. Next game, Denver takes on Buffalo up in the Northeast. Buffalo wins 20-3. This is the Allen Bowl. Josh versus Brandon. At the quarterback, and uh, Josh is definitely better. (laughs) I would say so. (laughs) Uh, Buffalo is finally—I was worried about Buffalo a few weeks ago. I really, really, really thought that they were going to continue to struggle, but they are back—I feel like they're back to playoff form. Well,
1: you know, like you said, after getting shellacked, I mean, just destroyed by the Philadelphia Eagles, it it, it, it was a downward trend, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. my fandom will say they're going to lose on Thursday. Sure. Um, but I think it will be a good game. It's a home game. And the Cowboys play a little bit better at home. Dak plays a little bit better at home. And we don't have to fare that weather. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you'll be inside. This is neither here nor there because we're talking about Buffalo and Denver. Yeah. Wow, Denver is bad. They really are. and And the crazy thing is they were up 20 against the Vikings. But then they realized, wait a minute. We're the Denver Broncos.
0: <laughs> Brandon Allen's our quarterback.
1: So the Allen Bowl definitely advantage
0: Josh. Um Yeah, I don't literally I do not have Brandon is the only thing that I have referencing
1: Denver in these show notes. Because I have there's nothing to talk about with Denver. I mean you, you got one offensive weapon in, in well in in the passing game, and that's and Noah Cortland fan. Sutton. Okay, Cortland Sutton. Excuse I me. I wouldn't even give it to Noah fan. They that's true, but they don't utilize him enough. He's still young. Courtland's but not had one catch in this game. One catch is unacceptable for your star receiver. Yeah, I mean absolutely. you get rid of Emmanuel Sanders, you're obviously going, Hey, Cortland, you're the guy. Yep. You gotta throw it to him, man. Uh-huh. He's your Megatron. I, you you would got think. you gotta give him 15 targets
0: a game. Now he's probably I don't look I didn't look to see, but I imagine he was probably shadowed by Tre'Davious White this entire game, and he is probably one of the best secondary he, he players is. in the NFL.
1: And and the Buffalo's got a good defense. Yes, and, I mean they've proved that week in and week out, minus the Philly game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, uh, this is just a difficult game because the teams aren't Denver's so bad that right. it's hard to judge a team based on it's it's kind of like beating the dolphins
0: it's hard but i feel like denver i think the the defensive side for buffalo you can't do anything because the denver's offense being so bad but i feel like denver's defense has been
1: doing well minus the second half last week against minnesota well i mean you got a defense that's led by von miller that's always going to he's always going to you know do his thing he's right. always going to shine um i feel like i don't hear his name very much anymore no, but i, I think really. that's just a product of He's worn out, man. He's on the field all the time. Yeah. Well, for Buffalo,
0: they the, the weather was nasty in this game, and it really dictated that the game be kept on the ground. The wind was blowing. I mean, it was blowing so bad that the uprights were shaking. So there was, n- like, no kicking game. These teams both went for it several times on a fourth down just because their punters were kicking into the wind, and it would probably go behind them if they tried to kick it. So Josh Allen, 185 through the air, but he throws two touchdowns. Had a beautiful strike to John Brown for 34 yards. I saw that. Yep. Uh, had one interception, but he had 56 yards in the ground. Devin Singletary is... The, the kid's real. He is He's a talent. I said it at the beginning of the season. You they did. Finally gave him a chance. 21 for 106. Uh, but let's... let's. If we're talking about the old man... You know it. Give, give it to Frank Gore. 15 for 65. Now third all-time in rushing yards. Third all-time.
1: Yeah i he's kind of like the guy that just keeps going oh he's the energizer bunny I mean and he it he gets the dirty yards that that the, these young kids don't want to get anymore. absolutely and, he's and he's the he is really the last of an old school kind of player. and that that's why he's so high on that list i mean he he was a great running back um young younger in his career that, that doesn't make any sense I apologize um <laughs> He was a he was a great back. And we know I, what you meant. Yeah. And uh you know, I used to love watching Frank Gore. I liked him in college. Mm-hmm. Um he he's just one of those hard-nosed Yeah. Lower your shoulder. He's a classic put your football head player. down. Yep. Run through people. So good for good for you, Frank Gore. Yeah. Keep uh, it, keep who did he passed Barry? Barry Sanders. Yep. Sad to see Barry get passed, but certainly he and I, as much as I love Emmett, if Barry doesn't retire, he's the NFL's all time leading rusher. Um absolutely. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no
0: question. All right. I'm gonna talk about this game, even though it pains me too. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Ooh. Pittsburgh wins wins. That's the key. It doesn't matter how it looked. In the box score, it's a W. But we won sixteen to ten. Cincinnati remains winless, thank God. And Pittsburgh <laughs> voids. An embarrassing loss. This was really just a terribly ugly game of backup QBs. For Pittsburgh, you have no James Conner. You have no Juju. And eventually, because he's so bad, they bench Mason Rudolph for Devlin Hodges. Mason Rudolph, 8 for 16 and 85 yards. I think he's still feeling the effects from that helmet to the head. (laughs) He might be. Uh... Did you see – this is a side note, but did you see that video of those uh, Browns fans having a pinata? The
1: pinata – I I was telling somebody earlier, if I were Mason Rudolph, I would be so offended by that that I would say that that felt like a direct threat to my life. (laughs) But it's hilarious.
0: For those of you that didn't see, some Browns fan had a pinata of Mason Rudolph, and they were using a Steelers helmet instead of a baseball bat or a stick or anything to hit the pinata. Very funny. It was funny. It was it was funny. Uh, but anyway, it, he might still be feeling the effect because he looked bad. <laughs> he got benched
1: for a guy named Duck. Duck.
0: Literally. Duck Hodges. and Wow. Undrafted rookie out of Sanford. Uh, who, who, James
1: Washington, though. I was going to say, that that pass. Uh, and then James Washington's stiff arm. Yes. Woo! Yeah. See, that's what I was just about to say. Duck Hodges only
0: goes 5 for 11, 115, and 1. But the majority of that came on that 79-yard touchdown touchdown.
1: And Dude, it was beautiful, James Washington.
0: Oh man, it was a great pass. Cutter cut her across, and then James Washington set. I don't know who that was. Was that Kirkpatrick? I, 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 I don't B. know, w. but Webb he sent somebody. him back
1: a, about five yards, and then he was on his butt. Yeah, so, he sat there, and so that and that was the difference in the game. And you know, I I think it was before the season. I told you that I think James Washington is going to turn out to be a great complement to Juju, if he can get going and get some chemistry built back up or built up with Ben in right. the off season. Mm-hmm. I really think that he's a solid guy that they can utilize. Well, he proved that in college. And and he he did. Do I think he's a juju to Antonio? No. No. But he is a for he's he will be a formidable number 2 in he's the future. He's some that you have to pay to In attention. my opinion. Yes. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I like it. Um
0: I'm going to say this about the Steelers and then I have nothing else to say. I don't think Mason Rudolph is the future for our team.
1: I would agree with that.
0: I don't think it. I don't I don't think. I told someone earlier and I told a Steelers fan this earlier and he agreed with me. I do not think the future at quarterback is on the Steelers right now. I would agree with that. Because and this is the reason this is the reason why I give this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we gave our hot takes and I said I thought the Steelers were going to improve, continue to improve because their schedule was soft. Soft defenses starting a couple of weeks ago um, with Miami, and then the Browns twice, the Bengals twice, or, or Bengals once, uh, Arizona coming up. So I thought that if there was ever a recipe for your offense that has struggled or been inconsistent at best to get going, it was against
1: that stretch of teams. And, and, and yeah. it hasn't. And it's, that falls on Rudolph. I exactly. mean. Exactly. It doesn't help to have injuries. You got your no, your, your wide wide receiver one's out, your RB one's out, and Jalen Samuels really. I, I mean, yeah, I really had hope for him, and and he's really proven me wrong. I mean, Connor's an every down back. When you lose an every down back, that's like losing your Ezekiel Elliott. It's and true. I'm not saying Connor's anywhere close to Ezekiel Elliott. Sure. But that's like losing your Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. you know, who I think is an every down back. The Packers, you know, bring in Williams to spell him a lot. Um the Raiders, that's like losing your Josh Jacobs. Right. Which the Raiders don't use him enough as an every down back. I don't know what Gruden's thinking out there. Yep. yep. But um can't wait to get to that game, by the way. Oh <laughs> uh, so I know I you either. I know you said you had nothing else to say about this game. Cincinnati will not win a game this year. They won't. Oh, you calling it now? They will not, because they are bad. Oh, they're bad. Finley is terrible. Finley's terrible. The Red Rocket's terrible. The he's h- gone. He's gone. Oh, he's me. done. He's he, done. He's as done in Cincinnati as Cam is in Carolina. Yep, absolutely done. But Finley's definitely not the future. Oh no, they'll 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 draft a quarterback number one overall. Cause let's face it, they're getting the number one overall pick. Yes. No, no doubt. ifs, ands, or buts. No, it'll, no doubt. It'll most likely be that that fellow down in Louisiana. Probably. because he's good yep he's not bad but if i were him i'd be like uh can i take a pass <laughs> maybe just eli manning them a little bit yeah um because manning did it and he mm-hmm. won two super bowls it's true yeah poor
0: philip rivers yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well thankfully he had a bye this week so he couldn't throw any more picks he probably threw some <laughs> <laughs> he probably did uh, Chicago and the G-Men. Chicago wins 19-14. This game, when I saw this game on the docket, I really thought this is going to be a game of which offense could look less worse. Because here's the thing. Chicago has a legit defense, but a terrible offense because of Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. The Giants have a terrible defense and a talented offense. So which is going to be able to do more? I, that's To me, that's what I thought it was going to be able to do.
1: I and Obviously, Chicago is able to do enough in this game. With a defense like that, going against a Daniel Jones, who's a fumble factory an interception factory, basically he's just giving turnovers to everyone. I yeah, mean, yeah, he
0: he he uh, he uh discriminates against no man in, in the <laughs> uh, in the turnover. But factory. my my biggest takeaway from this game is is there something wrong with Saquon? See, and that's what I was about to ask. What in the world is going on with Saquon? Because their offensive line isn't much different from last year,
1: but he's just.
0: He's not. He's not. Fine, he's, he's not, not explosive. I don't know. Is he still hurt? He might be. Here's here's my question. I got this written down. Should the Giants shut Saquon down for the rest of the year?
1: Why not? Don't risk him getting hurt. I mean, and, and he's a ball player. He wants to get out. I was there. gonna say. He and already he said he doesn't to want
0: to be shut down. But I mean, at this point, you got to be thinking about the future of your franchise. The future of this player.
1: I mean, on and in all honesty, I'd shut down Evan Ingram too. Why? Oh, absolutely. Why? I mean, why keep? Your best pass catcher, one of the best, who I think in the next two to three years will be a one, two, or three top tight end in the league. Right. If if he's not already, yeah. I mean, he's got Daniel Jones and Eli Manning throwing in the ball, and he's still doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that offense is atrocious on all facets. Um, be be, but I don't know where the breakdown is because they're so talented. I mean, yeah. Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I was going to say, and he will be a good quarterback. Yeah. But I just – something has to be wrong with Saquon because, I mean, a few weeks ago he averaged, what, 0.13 yards? Yes, 0.13. 0.13. And today, I mean, the stats were so insignificant we didn't even write them down. Well,
0: he had 17 for 59.
1: He averaged 3.5. Which is not terrible against that's Chicago. Not,
0: and that's not terrible, like you said, against a Chicago, but for Saquon Barkley? Here's where I'm a little concerned about Saquon. He is not being involved in the passing game. And that that's very concerning. Two it, catches today for one yard. Is Daniel Jones just not looking at him? I don't know. You'd think, you think in a game against a defense like the Bears that you'd be looking for your check down. And Saquon Barkley has to be, if not... One of the best checkdowns in the
1: league. I think he is the best. I mean, he... And that's coming from me. Yes. Right? I, I'm a big yeah. believer in uh, the man who eats sure. down in Dallas. Sure. But, uh, you know, I... And you had Khalil Mack coming at you today. And you're not throwing to the Saquon. Saquon.
0: To not to not throw a Saquon is just a terrible thing. So, um, yeah. It, which... This is kind of we kind of could have predicted this as far as this being a Chicago win just because of their defense and you knew that they were going to frustrate. Now he didn't throw any picks, so good on him. But he had a fumble, still had a fumble. So Daniel Jones, I mean, he's gonna he's just kind of motoring through this year, his his rookie year, and and taking what the NFL throws at him. Um, if and they I,
1: upgrade their offensive line, they will be okay.
0: If they can get healthy and upgrade their offensive line, because they've got to stay healthy. Um, it, it didn't help him not to have Golden Tate for the first few weeks of the season um, with Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Saquon. Yeah,
1: it's... And on the other side of the ball, though, Trubis- Trubisky. Oh, We've
0: talked at nauseum about how bad Trubisky and I, is. And I've
1: listened to all the ones previously, but he is so bad. So bad. And you just, so he, this is his third year? Yes. Because this is Mahomes' third year. Yes. Mm -hmm. That man was taken before Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) And Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Do you
0: think, do you think Matt, Matt Nagy, every time that he sees Mitchell Trubisky, just sees him? not not even sees him do something bad but he just sees him or hears his name that's immediately what he thinks we could have had both of those guys above him oh
1: absolutely i (laughs) i I mean you (laughs) oh man i it's laughable how how bad he is how bad he is and and
0: and everybody when he has one good game is like oh there's the true talent or when he came into the league everybody's like oh The Bears see something that we don't. And everybody's like, no. We all see a terrible quarterback who had one mediocre year at at
1: North Carolina in college. This dude's asking for the, the program. Like, he's asking his organization to turn TVs off because he doesn't like people talking crap about him. Welcome to being an athlete. Yeah. Like... Give me a break! Yeah, it's
0: it's really bad, and you got to feel bad for the skilled players now. Alan Robinson Ooh, big was big game today, 131 and one. Um, but I mean, I mean that's against the Giants' defense, which is not really anything. And that's most that was nearly half of Trubisky's passing yards. They had nothing going on the ground, uh, which is kind of a shame for David Montgomery, uh, Tariq Cohen, and all those of the guys there. Um, so. Anyway, moving on, Cleveland and Miami. Cleveland wins 41-24, to third win in a row for the Browns. And Miami is back to their losing ways, so they feel comfortable again. Uh, just on the Miami side of the ball, I just want to say, Fitzmagic just doesn't have enough in this game. He, I think the magic's gone. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> Let's just, it's, it's over. He's back in the bottom. Just retire, man. Two touchdowns, two interceptions um he brings them back within 11 after they're down by 25 it was 28 to 3 but it's the browns i know i know well they had to be sweating a little bit as they watched miami starting to come back i started to laugh and chuckle a little bit because i thought if they give this up this is
1: going to be such a browns thing to do well that's true it but they're the browns i mean that's like an expected thing yeah oh the dolphins are close to us yeah okay we're the browns this is the last thing
0: I want to say about Miami,
1: and then we'll talk about the Browns for
0: a second. This is this is how bad you know it was for Miami today. Fitzmagic, Fitzmagic, leading rusher. Wow. <laughs> and he had a touchdown. And a Touchdown. This
1: dude, he's doing it all for a touchdown. He's
0: doing it all. I think actually his beard. Had more it's even. the
1: beard. It. <laughs> wow. Their backfield is is terrible. It's terrible. It really is. I mean, and I thought Kalen Balazs was gonna have a great year. I he's really thought... not a good NFL player. No. he And he had a decent end of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me kind of have hope for him. Yep. But, oh, yeah wow. It's bad. That,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, for the Browns, all right, let's talk about them. Baker's starting to find a groove. I'm not going to say that he's great because very quickly we could see him go back, and back to what he was. But he's at least starting to find a groove. Granted, it's Miami. He's playing... Now, but he looked good against the Steelers defense, which players
1: had been ha- you have against teams like Miami. You have to do that. Yes, you have to. That proves that you're at least a good
0: quarterback. So, that's I mean, that's what we want to see cuz he did not he looked terrible the beginning of the year. Horrible. Horrible. So, we needed to see this. Uh Jarvis Landry has two touchdowns. OBJ has one. Um Chubb has 106 on the ground Keep and another touchdown. That kid.
1: I, he doesn't run the ball enough. I he runs it a lot, but not enough. Yeah. He does he did have those fumbles. Um mm-hmm. who did they play the a Patriots? Couple, the pay, which everybody fumbles against the Patriots. Yep. So, um, but I just Baker Mayfield's not a franchise quarterback. <laughs> He's not. I mean when you got a guy who and it's not just his play. It's it's a guy who shaves his mustache because he says he's not worthy of it. It's a in guy the middle who, of the game. It's a guy who shaves his beard to a handlebar because he was quote unquote undefeated wearing the handlebar, um, dude. And then tells a tells a uh, a reporter not in so many. He didn't say shut up, but he basically told that reporter, "You don't play football. Shut your mouth." Right. The reporter's doing his job like you do your job on mm-hmm. on Sundays. So, yep. I mean, franchise quarterbacks handle that a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, they give better answers in the media. Yep, They're not worried about what their face looks like during the game. <laughs> I, I've I've been preaching it all season. That team has all the talent in the world, but they are a team of individuals. They have no leader. They are not a team. No. They are I, 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 and I. We said... I think it was last
0: week or two weeks ago. It's got to fall back on Freddie Kitchens. Terrible coach. He's not the coach that, that team needs. Coordinator, yes, but as a head coach, no. especially with
1: all of those those individuals. I mean, you got a you got a receiver who's worried about his cleats and wearing watches. Yep. And and blames the NFL, mm-hmm. even though it's in the policy that you can't wear a watch. Right. I I like Jarvis Landry. Good player. Yep. Um. And, and kind of, I mean, he's he's a little loud, but he's not an Odell. He's He'll not at least a, go on the field and play. He's not a baker. No. Chubb, same way. He's he's not a diva. Yep.
0: All right, Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Uh, Tampa Bay wins 35-22. So much for the resurging Falcons after two weeks. Stan Quinn back on the hot seat uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> for Tampa Bay. Both Jameises showed up in this game again. He throws for 313 yards. Three touchdowns and two picks. We'll just go with this reoccurring Jekyll and Hyde theme. Oh, absolutely, but that's been that's been the NFL the entire the, year. End, uh, the entire NFL. Now, the majority of Jameis' yards, as I so well know, wow, because I played against him in fantasy, goes to Chris Godwin, 184 and two on like what eight catches, <sighs> Some, something like that. Something. It was like seven or eight catches. It was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, seven catches for 184 yards and two touchdowns. So, thank you so much. So, let me ask you this. We've talked about how Jameis has to be done. Bruce Arians is going to move on. But when he when he shows up and plays like this, does that decision become a hard one to make?
1: No. He's still done. Because his play is still costing them games. It's true. He, when you have a Mike Evans, and a Chris Godwin, and an O.J. Howard, and a Cameron Brate, when you have those guys on the outside, especially a Mike Evans, who, by the way, congratulations, had a, uh, had a catch late in the game to put him over a thousand yards. I think I can't remember what. He's the some odd player. To have six straight 1000 yard seasons. That's awesome accomplishment. Yeah. Um especially considering his
0: quarterback. Exactly. But
1: <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who made Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel at A&M. That's very true. Um so James Winston you should have five touchdowns, not three touchdowns and two interceptions. I mean, Literally, you could Stafford it, close your eyes, and throw it up, mm-hmm. and Mike Evans can go get it. Yeah. But you're still throwing it to the other team. Mm-hmm. And that, he's a good backup somewhere. You've you
0: seen these uh, I'm, I'm a show my children memes?
1: Yes, I saw the best one earlier
0: about Sinbad and Dak Prescott. It was great. Okay. I saw one earlier today. Had Stevie Wonder on it. Said, "I'm gonna show them my kids and tell them this is Jameis Winston."
1: Wow. <laughs> and and I have no doubt it was a Buccaneers fan that that that. Created oh, probably. That. They um, know exactly what they're talking about. I mean, full force. Mm, he's just. Does he lead the league in interceptions? He's got to. It's it, it's, it's got to be either him or Rivers. It's close. Uh, Rivers did throw eight in two games. Yeah. So. It's. Uh... But uh, did you see the? Uh, CBS Sports puts out a little, you know, text, group text between mm-hmm. NF- the NFL and I believe uh, this past week, Jameis Winston, obviously a fake Jameis Winston, sent a text and said, hey, Philip, welcome to the four-interception in, uh, oh. <laughs> club. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's he's bad. He's got to go. Yeah, it's bad. Um,
0: for Atlanta, yes, he does lead the league. 18 interceptions compared to Phillip Rivers, 14. Oh, wow. And so. Baker Mayfield is twelve.
1: So he's, he's, Baker's been doing better. He has been. As far as real quick on the last, that last game, I do not believe the Browns will make the wild card. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't either, but I just, but I saw that question on the, yeah, I put that on
0: there. there, I mean, their schedule, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Arizona, Baltimore, Cincinnati. That's a pretty decent schedule for them if they continue playing this way. So back to Atlanta. All right. They are back to where they were, just playing terribly, nothing going on offense. They benched Matt Ryan. And Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub came in and played, which he did, and st- threw did, a touchdown. He started
1: again, which threw a touchdown to Calvin Ridley, who I am playing against in fantasy this of course. week. course, I'm going to lose, but it's my fandom that lost it for me. Yeah, um, you know, shut down Matt Ryan. I've I've never thought Matt Ryan was a good quarterback. Uh, old cheesehead, I feel like has him every year on his fantasy team. <laughs> Not this year. Matt, <laughs> trade more. Matt Ryan to me is a Matt Stafford. You got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley to throw the ball to. You used to have Muhammad Sanu. You had Roddy White. He's not good. Mm. I I, I, mm. he, I, don't, I don't know. He, I, he, think, he, I think he, he, I think he was good. He I, was, just, but in the last few years, his numbers are going down, and he has these elite receivers out yeah. there. And I say his numbers are going down. They're going down based off of what he has. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he obviously should be he still he, he, he I, should be better. Still threw for four thousand yards last year. Right, um, but shut him down. You don't want him to get injured because I still do think he's a formidable quarterback moving right. forward. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but Dan Quinn's got to go. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, I I I am beyond shocked of why in the world Dan Quinn still has I'll a shot. say this though Dan Quinn you can come to Dallas <laughs> and you could be the defensive coordinator even though I love Chris Richard but
0: not head again, coach <laughs> yeah don't no
1: head coaching for you Dan Okay
0: Carolina New Orleans the game
1: of the week
0: What down a in, game Down in the Big Easy great game New Orleans wins 34-31 and this game came down to kicking Sly so you were not Sly today, because um, you. It, it it has been a minute since I have had the chance to do this. So, would you mind being privy to a rant about kickers?
1: I, dude, do you Beca- know who kicks in Dallas? I know, I know, I know. Rant I know. away, okay?
0: So, Joey Sly misses a twenty. 20- some yard field goal with two minutes left that would have won this game or at least put Carolina
1: up so at the most it's going overtime
0: exactly because I think Breeze probably gets them down so that they can kick the field goal to tie it or yeah exactly but he missed two PATs so that right there is a five point swing two PATs Joey Sly missed all right okay Here we go. We don't talk about fantasy a whole lot. We seem to bring it a little bit more because we're both losing. I'm losing quite handedly this week, and so it's a little bit tender spot for me, all right? I have Matt Guy, uh, Matt Gay, excuse me, kicker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He also missed two PATs. Look, I am all... I, I, I can even understand to a very small degree kickers missing field goals, especially long field goals. I have... No sympathy for a kicker that can't hit a 20-something odd yard field goal. But if you miss a PAT, I'm sorry. You should just hang up your helmet, go home, and never even watch a football game ever again in your entire life. Joey Sly, do us all a favor and go work at McDonald's. Stop playing NFL football anymore because you suck. Rant over.
1: That was... Amazing. I, he actually, like, stood up on his chair, for those of you that obviously cannot see us. Um, that uh, was awesome. My soapbox. You know? I'm sorry. Joey
0: Sly. Well, I'm not finished, all right? Joey <laughs> Sly. I don't know what you need. If you don't know what Joey Sly looks like, Joey Sly has a man-sized beard. Have you seen this this man?
1: Have you seen his arms? You could probably throw it as far as Pat Mahomes. The dude okay. is jacked. He needs to shave the beard. Yeah, it's... Shave the beard. Okay. You're maybe doing a disservice... To bearded men. To bearded
0: men. Yes, please.
1: Maybe right. the that beard is throwing a, him off. Maybe. Maybe he gets like a little tickle in his nose. And, <laughs> when he comes up, he's about ready to sneeze. <laughs> these, these PATs, which they're being missed this year at an alarming rate. It's amazing. But that means that the NFL, what they did, worked. Yeah, it's Because true. the whole point was, we got to do something or the PAT is going to be irrelevant. Yeah. And now... It's it, not it's, a gimme anymore. It's costing teams games. Which is ridiculous. It's a 33-yard field goal. You're right in the middle of the, the hash yep. marks. I mean, you you got to put that through. And it's hard for me to, to give any kicker love because of what I have going on down in the Big D. Mm-hmm. But, wow. I mean, he looked, Joey Sly cost the Panthers the game today. Yes, or not, at least a chance to win the game. Well, at the very least, if he, well, yeah, because obviously Breeze can still drive down and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But let's just say he makes the two PATs. He makes the extra point. That mm-hmm. gives him a five point lead. Right. The Saints have to score a touchdown. Right. Have to. And obviously they they didn't. No. And I'm not sure if maybe just game flow dictated. Lutz kicking. I didn't see the end of the game because I was getting prepared for my game that was about to come on. But wow. I mean, you got all time great kickers. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis, ben and Terry. Who's terrible this year? Uh, the Patriots have gone through three kickers today. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have a punter doing their kickoffs. Nick Folk missed two field goals today. Yep. Brett Maher missed a field goal win mm-hmm. off the upright. Why wow, he was out there, we'll get into that. Mm hmm. But wow. Yeah, it was bad. They wasted a great performance by Kyle Allen. And Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Those dudes and DJ Moore. And DJ Moore. Those dudes were balling out. Against New Orleans in New Orleans. And they have a great defense.
0: Exactly. Uh Kyle Allen, 256 and 3. He drives them down the field
1: to get to the red zone with two minutes left. Kyle Allen outdueled Drew Brees at Drew Brees' house. Mm-hmm. And the kicker cost them the game. Yep, absolutely. And, and like Jason said, at least a chance to tie
0: it. Okay. Christian McCaffrey over 100 yards, all purpose. Two touchdowns. DJ Moore with 126-2. and two. Um, It's – it's. I mean, it's
1: sad. It's sad. You hate to see it. You, you hate to see it. You know, it. I saw a stat. DJ Moore, since week nine, uh, which I know that's only three weeks, um, leads the league in targets. That is to be noted because they're starting to realize – why they took him in the I first say, round? I yeah, mean, he's he, he's he's legit. He's an animal. He's a number one wide receiver.
0: I mean, some of the some of the catches, some of the routes that I saw him run today, as I was watching that game, um, they were something else.
1: I mean, he got drafted right behind Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Um, was number two behind Calvin Ridley for the Bolitnikov. Uh, I believe played at Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, just an animal. Yeah, animal. Great, I mean, great, great pickup for them. Yes.
0: Uh, it's good. It's good. Cause they haven't had a really good receiver since, uh, Steve Smith, <laughs> which is saying a lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, new Orleans, these shaky at home, um, which is gotta be a little bit concerning for them.
1: Uh, the, the thing that really sw- swung the momentum was that, uh, rough in the passer penalty by cam Jordan. That's true. Um, he, that was kind of, he was attempting to punch the ball out. Obviously I understand in live, live speed. Mm-hmm. It, it looks a little different, right? Um, but again, it goes to that pass interference, mm-hmm. that offensive pass interference on Michael Thomas. It was on fourth down, I, if I if it was either third down or fourth, but they got the penalty. Ended up having to kick the field goal, which I'm not too upset about because I have Will Lutz, mm-hmm. even though it didn't help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sufficiating again, it's it's getting ridiculous. I mean, Michael Thomas and I don't remember the. Uh, the corner you're yeah. gonna battle one yard off the line right and it's a back shoulder Des Bryant did it all the time it's a little push mm-hmm. but the guy's pushing you too right beautiful throw by breeze let him play catch let, let him, play. him play
0: yep absolutely I think this probably eliminates the Panthers from the playoff hunt they're now five and six they are three games behind Minnesota for the last wild card
1: and Minnesota's getting that that Easily. Yeah, and and, and they're, and they're four the games
0: behind Seattle,
1: so yeah. I, I, um, I unfortunately. But I think they've got a lot to build on. They have a future in Kyle Allen. Definitely. I, Definitely. I'm a believer. I said the first game he took over, I said Cam Newton will never take another snap for Carolina. Nope. And it looks to be that way. He just needs to retire. So Seattle
0: and Philadelphia. Speaking of those Seahawks, Seattle wins 17 to nine. Some ug- some more ugly weather up in the Northeast in Philadelphia, and it really matched some ugly play by both these teams. Both teams missing opportunities. Seattle Seattle's uh, able. The Seahawks are able to pull enough together to win. Russell Wilson only has 200 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. And to the demise of my fantasy team, Chris Carson apparently either was bad or they just thought he was. So fumbles, man. Because he got benched, and Rashad Penny comes in and runs for 14 for 129 and a touchdown. So thank you, Chris Carson, and uh, all of you uh, Seattle coaching staff. Appreciate that. Uh, Philly, their skill positions are really suffering, and poor offensive line play. Other than Zach Ertz, they really don't have much to write home about. Not not right now. Um, and, and it's really affecting
1: Carson Wentz. I mean, I don't think he's a – his injuries have really derailed what yes. was a very, very talented player. MVP and, caliber player. And it, and it pains me to say that. But ever since and, – and again, Cheesehead, this is to you. He was a MVP type player. <laughs> yep. Was. But that injury and his lack of durability has changed his course for his career. Yep. Because they have a good offensive line. Lane Johnson is hurt. He's banged up. But that offensive line is good. It's mm-hmm. elite. And Carson Wentz, I don't know if he swapped places like did a parent trap thing with Prince Harry over there. Because <laughs> they look almost identical. It's true. But he's not the Carson Wentz that was drafted. He he is not. No. And, and I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I, I, I was going to say, it, it, it's going you, but as a player, because of his brilliance as a player, mm-hmm. I respect that, and I and I hate to see it because it, it honestly makes the wins a little bit better mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. our division when he's 100%, and I just don't think he's been 100% since yeah. he got hurt. I agree. Um, I think, and, and I'll say this,
0: and then that's pretty much all I have to say on this game, with the Cowboys' loss, Philly's still in a game behind. They are. So, I mean, I think it's still going to come down to when you guys play. December
1: 22nd. It's marked on the calendar. Sunday night football will be for the NFC East. It always is. But Dak owns the Eagles. Is that in Dallas or Philly? That is in Philly. Ooh, man. But Dak owns the
0: Eagles. Okay. We shall see. It'll be good. All right. uh, I got another ugly game. To bring to you, and I really don't want to talk about this game, but I'm going to mention it, and we'll kind of go through this because uh, I literally don't have much written down about this game. Detroit and Washington. Another ugly game between backup quarterbacks. Washington wins 19-16. to
1: Dwayne Haskins versus Jeff Driscoll. I'm a firm believer that if you do not throw a touchdown, then you should not be credited with the win. Dwayne so, Haskins. Haskins, you do not have a win in my book. <laughs> no um, touchdowns. One interception. I can applaud my buddy on uh, Instagram, Mr. NFL underscore memes. <laughs> um, I've been trolling you all season, but you know what? A win is a win, even though it was the Lions.
0: Yeah, they, man. We gave them a lot of credit at the beginning of the year, and they've gone.
1: Stafford's been hurt. That's true. That they defense, are playing Jeff Triscoll. Again, the defense, Jekyll and Hyde, because they were good at the beginning of the year, yep. and now they're bad. Um. And Carry on Johnson getting hurt hurts them. Now, let me say this. Bo
0: Scarborough, ninety eight yards. Any, he's anything there? Uh,
1: it, he's not Carry on Johnson.
0: Yeah, but I I don't even know if Carry on Johnson's that good at this point.
1: Carry uh, on Johnson's biggest thing is he can catch the ball out of the backfield. I'll give you that. And he's he's more he's more of a shifty guy than he's Scarborough.
0: A, he is a potential three down back. Scarborough Which, is not. He's no, a he first is. and
1: second down guy. He's yep. a bruiser. Um But can you combine him with something like McKissick? Maybe. I I, I think moving forward this season, I mean obviously carry-on's their guy going forward. Yes. You know, keep calm and carry on. Uh <laughs> but I think that um Driscoll, man, you gotta target Galladay more than I mean, he caught the ball every target.
0: Well, he was targeting Washington players more than he was his own players. Driscoll threw three picks. I'm pretty
1: sure every pick was a target to Marvin Jones. Every single one of them. And I'm not saying that because Galladay's on my fantasy team. But you have got to target the best receiver on the team more than four times.
0: He had one where he was looking to Marvin Jones the whole way. And threw it. Right to Washington defender who I stepped mean, right in front of him. I mean, we're talking about a guy who is the. I mean, and that that pick, that pick, his last pick was what set the uh, that game. Win. Second, actually, it was his second pick because they picked him off at the end of the game. It was the second pick that set them up to be able to go down and kick
1: the field goal. So
0: I mean, Washington gets a win. That
1: that's Driscoll a plus ran win. all over the Cowboys defense. He threw two touchdowns against the Cowboys defense and ran for another one. Well. The Cowboys' defense is better than the Washington Redskins. But I I think that this is just... Jekyll and Hyde. Yep. Jekyll and I mean, Hyde. It's the it's week good. to week. That's.
0: Speaking of Jekyll and Hyde, the New York Jets played the Oakland Raiders. What in the world happened Up, I mean, that... <laughs> and the Jets won. But it's not just that the Jets won. They won 34-3. to So much for... Uh, apparently, Oakland didn't want it that bad
1: to get into the playoffs. You know, they were one game behind the Chiefs. Yep, one game behind the Chiefs, and a legit contender in that division. I, yeah, I mean, but here's the deal: Oakland plays best, and again, not for fantasy purposes, but when Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs yes. is on the field. See,
0: we we, t- we said that several weeks ago, where we gave a message to John Gruden, we gave a message to Mark Davis, we gave, gave a message to the entire Oakland Raider team: give the ball to Josh Davids, uh, Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr does enough. The rest of the team, the defense does enough.
1: That's it. Josh Jacobs needs to be the man. What in the world is DeAndre Washington or and Jalen Richard? Yep. Why are they on the field at all? There's no need. Josh Jacobs has close to zero mileage on him from Alabama. 30, 36 total yards was today. known for catching the ball out of the backfield. Yep. Great, great player, great kid. Future leader of that team. Give him the ball, Gruden. I mean, come on. The Jets have a terrible run defense. It's horrible. And the Oakland Raider defense is solid. Yeah. I mean, you got Max Crosby who's killing it. Yeah, what do you have? Five sacks? Four or five sacks last week? Yeah, and then he had one today. Mm-hmm. Um, their secondary is surprisingly good. Yeah. And you're playing Sam Darnold in the Jets, yep. And you're gonna let them drop 34 points on you, yeah. And then you give up, or you give them easily three on your offense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sold on Derek Carr. I never have been. Y'all gotta get a number one receiver. Oh yeah. I mean, and no hate to Tyrell. Um, no wait. Yeah, yeah Tyrell. No wait. No, no hate to him, but. You got to get a number one receiver, and you have got to give Josh Jacobs the ball.
0: What well, where where would oh this is just hypothetical? Where would Oakland be right now if Antonio Brown had not gone through the circus and was on that team?
1: Man, I better than better, well, better than, better what than they where are. they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that like I can't look back at their games and definitively say, oh, a number one wideout would have won that game. Mm-hmm. But it gives Derek Carr a way better option right i mean he's throwing to tyrell williams who two years ago was a number three wide receiver I mean, it's true it's true uh, next game jacksonville
0: and tennessee tennessee wins 42 to 20 you know what's crazy about this game it was 7-3 at the half jekyll and hyde oh my goodness because Tennessee is a terrible team they just decided they wanted to win the game they scored 28 points straight coming out of the half in the third quarter Tannehill has 259 and two touchdowns, two rushing
1: touchdowns. How long do you think he stays there as the starter? Oh, man, I don't know. Because Mariota's gone.
0: Yes. We haven't seen consistency. See, that's the thing we said when he took over. We said that if he has a successful rest of the season, that he would stay. But we haven't seen anything consistently. So I'm going to say the same thing. He's got to be consistent the rest of this year. I mean, this game, if we're going off this game, then sure, he's the starter. Yeah. Because, I mean, you played – which Jacksonville's defense has trended completely the wrong way after they started – Fire know. sale. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. What I'm impressed with is Derrick Henry with 159-2. He's
1: he's come alive. He's a lot more consistent this year than he was last year. Oh Well, yes. He ended last year on a good note. Mm-hmm. But – and he still had a couple of, of eh, games this year. But when the boy shows up, he shows up.
0: Well, I think he's able to work off of the threat of the passing game. And if Tannehill is a threat to throw the ball,
1: which his he's number a, one target AJ Brown, 135 and a touchdown. You know, I tell you these old miss receivers are really showing up. Metcalf is has yep. done great up in Seattle mm-hmm. and then you got AJ Brown. I, I mean, I'm excited to see them go forward in their careers cuz oh, they, sure. they're, they're they're talented.
0: Well, and and we've said this before, but it's been a while since we've been able to talk about a Tennessee wide
1: receiver. That's true, because Corey Davis might as well be Corey Dud. <laughs> I mean that that kid is I, yeah. Oof.
0: So Nick Foles comes in and plays in this game. Um, not really a whole lot to speak of. Obviously, they, they are able to
1: score some points late. Um, but thanks, Fournette, and your garbage time for destroying my fantasy team. <laughs> Uh, Sorry about that, buddy. It's okay. I'll still go in as the number one seed. So, this is very true.
0: Uh, Titans still hanging around for that last playoff spot. Uh, all right. Last game. I'm, I saved this one for last. This is for you. Well, it was America's Game of the Week. It was. Oh. Cowboys and the Patriots. Another. This. The weather was just terrible in the Northeast. You know. And Patriots win 13-9. So, I'm going to let you have the floor.
1: You know, I the the beginning of the show we talked about the officiating and the reason that I brought that up was because of these tripping calls. Uh, I don't really agree with either one of them. Tyron Smith was kind of could have gone either way. Um but I will say this. I was encouraged after the first the Patriots first drive our run defense really showed that we can do something. I was going to say, your your defense really um, stepped up in this game. This reminded me a lot of the Saints game early in the year. Uh, they were playing with Bridgewater. Um, I always say if you lose to a quarterback that wears gloves, you're not very good. Um, but, you know, it was a, a sloppy game um, as far as the conditions go. Obviously, a top-ten quarterback in Dak Prescott. Um Struggled a little bit. Uh, I think that's the second time in his career he's played in the rain like that. Um, had to go to gloves um, in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. Not a good sign when your quarterback has to put gloves on to throw the ball. Right. Um, but I was encouraged because our defense, I feel, did really well. I think Zeke got going again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we targeted him a lot in the passing game. Um but you know, I so, what's wrong with the Patriots' offense? <laughs> I Tom Brady's old. That's what it is. You know, I I mean, and I understand Dorsett's out, Sanus out, but Brady has made something out of nothing his entire career, right? Aside from having Randy Moss, I I can't even think of a a superstar that he's had. Gronk. Okay. I'm talking receivers, receiver which I know okay. now tight ends are receivers. Right. But. I know what you mean. By receivers? Yes. I mean. Wow.
0: Yeah. He's, he's really, in the, in the games that I have watched him recently, this one, the one last week, he just looks old. He's not making the throws.
1: But he did move around in the pocket well today, which I was surprised. Because um, the Cowboys were swarming around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they had two sacks. They did. Um, but I I really do think that kid in Kill Harry, or however the heck you say his weird first name. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be good. Wow, what a great throw by Brady and what a great catch. Yeah, that and, touchdown. And to get both mm-hmm. feet down um, says a lot. I, you know, I was a yeah. little upset with Byron Jones for not pushing him a little harder. Uh, but on the Cowboys' side of the ball, you, you know, I, Dak's going to get paid. He shows a lot of poise. Um, but good gosh, Jerry Jones, please, on behalf of all of Cowboys nation, (laughs) please,
0: there's a tear in his eyes, please
1: fire Jason Garrett. (laughs) Like I honestly, after that first half, I honestly thought Jason Garrett wouldn't even come back out. (laughs) Like I was like, you know, maybe he was so embarrassed by the, the coach. Like you have a kicker who can't make field goals indoors. Brett Maher's percentage from 40 to 49 yards is atrocious. (laughs) So you have a kicker who can't make field goals inside, and you're going to send him out there for a 46-yarder into the wind. And the rain. No! (laughs) You don't do that, Jason Garrett. And not only that, but every time that camera panned to you, you were smiling. What was there to smile about? <laughs> like, were you just happy that next week is Thanksgiving, and that was the one time in your career where you actually made a difference? That's what he. That's what he, he did. About. Throw for five touchdowns on Turkey Day. That's true. He did. Um.
0: Oh. 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 And yeah, this is over. San Francisco just scored again. Sorry, later. cheesehead. Nineteen nothing before the half. Debo
1: Samuel outrunning everybody. But I. Dak didn't throw a touchdown. He did throw a pick. Mm-hmm. The pick was only, and I uh, I will say the pick was on the weather. Mm-hmm. He It was a bad throw. Yeah. But it slipped out of his hands. It was obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can, can we just discuss, and I know we're going to run out of time on this, but real quick. Yeah. What is a catch? <laughs> we do not have time in a
0: regular episode. The entire time let alone the last few minutes fourth and
1: 11 Amari Cooper coming across the middle makes a catch for about 20 yards for those of you that didn't watch the game the ball was did hit the ground but it did not at least to me the ball did not move and I was under the impression that if the ball doesn't move when it hits the ground then it's secured and it's a catch I would agree I believe Steelers fans know a little bit about that. Absolutely. Uh, Arizona fans know a little bit about that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I... Because this wasn't even a Des Bryant-style catch. This was Mm -hmm. a... It was between his hands or arms. The ball did hit the ground. I'm not disputing that. Yeah. But the ball did not move until Amari Cooper was on his back and then adjusted to put his hands on it. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's obviously has it secured. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that because I, I knew it was going to get overturned. Yeah. Because that's, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But come on. And that brings us back to that phantom tripping before that. We didn't even need that or wouldn't have needed it. Yeah. Well, before we move on to our last segment,
0: I just want to let you know I got a text from your father-in-law as we were starting tonight that just said, tell Trent it
1: wasn't a catch. That right there just proves it was a catch. When when Patriots fans, and Daniel Toole, I'm talking to you, you even said that that tripping was non-existent. And again, do the Cowboys drive down the field and score a touchdown? Probably not, because they had an all-game. But it certainly makes a big deal when it pushes you from third and one, who just passing for a first down, to third and 11. Mm-hmm. And then subsequently... Yeah. Fourth and 11. Yep. And then no catch. And no catch. Yep. So this officiating, again, I started the show with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's
0: it's a thing. It's a thing.
1: Fire Jason Garrett.
0: All right, next segment. All right, third and three today in honor of Turkey Week. So much to be thankful for, and I hope that you get a chance to spend some time with family and friends. Enjoy As we said before, those three Fs, food, family, and football, so much to be thankful for here in America. And certainly in the NFL season, we have much to be thankful for. And so today, in honor of that, we just want to do a Thanksgiving edition of 3rd and 3 and give you three things that we are thankful for in this NFL season. I'm going to get us started with our first one. I am thankful that Ben Roethlisberger will be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. Because as we said before, That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the future is not playing quarterback for us right now. And so I'm thankful to know that what I'm seeing with the Steelers right now is not what I will see hopefully in the next couple of years and give us a chance to find an heir apparent for the Steelers because it has been so painfully brutal to watch this. And honestly, as a Steelers fan, it's been so unusual to watch this. Um, just because of what I've been used to with record-setting offenses and Ben and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell before James Conner, and really last year even with James Conner and and Juju in there as well. Uh, So I am thankful to know that old Big Ben will be back at least for another year, hopefully for the last two years of his contract, to give us enough time to get to... A, another
1: quarterback that can help us win. So that's what I'm thankful for. First of all, what do you got? That you're thankful for? You know, keeping with the theme of being thankful for something on my team, um, I am thankful for the development of Michael Gallup. Um, man, I, I said it all off season, Jason. You can attest to that. Yep. Uh, that kid is a legit star. I mean he he can he could go to some teams and be a number one. He's Mm -hmm. a, he's a very good 50, 50 ball grabber. Um, he, you know, he's shown a lot of poise because Amari Cooper gets a little extra attention. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm thankful for his development because, um, you know, he, he, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of y'all probably don't know. Um, last year he, uh, he, uh. Around uh, Thanksgiving, I believe it was, yeah, Um, his brother, um, Andrew, actually committed suicide. Uh, And Gallup was with the team four days later to play. Oh, wow. Um, Not only – he found out right after the Atlanta game. We beat Atlanta last year in Atlanta. Michael Gallup's from Atlanta. Uh, His sister met him in the tunnel after the game to tell him. Oh, wow. He stayed for the funeral, um, but then was with the team four days later. you know, and it just goes to show that the Dallas Cowboys are an organ like, and a lot of organizations out there would do this, but we we're an organization that that rallies around its players, and and football is family in a lot of sense, and um, so just his player or his development, not only as a player but as as a man, and I could say that because I'm 30, so he's <laughs> he's a kid to me. Um, very true, but I mean. You know he. The only reason we took a chance on this kid is because Saban, Nick Saban, has ties to Colorado State. Right. This kid torched Alabama, which it was Colorado State playing mm-hmm. Alabama. Yep. But he had over a hundred yards and a touchdown against an Alabama defense. Yeah, I remember. Um, you know, so just his overall development. I I really, I'm excited to see where he goes forward. Um, he's actually the next uh, Cowboys jersey I'm gonna buy. Um, <laughs> but. I could just tell everybody out there I called it, because Michael Gallup is legit. Um, so I am thankful for for his development. Absolutely.
0: Well, I tell you, as we finish up, I am thankful that we are getting to witness some the the birth of some all time greats in the NFL, and I'm specifically talking about Christian McCaffrey. Oh man, Alvin Kamara. Yep um i am i'm just thankful that that we get and, and every every generation has players like that i'm just thankful that we get to i i'm really i'm really thankful that these guys have come in and honestly have kind of proven people wrong because you know McCaffrey came in and you wondered was he you know gonna be was he gonna live up to the hype that he came out of stanford with and honestly i don't know if you'd agree with me but
1: i almost think it's my opinion that he's almost better in the nfl than he was in college Absolutely, because he gets utilized like – and this sounds weird, but he gets utilized like a college player. Yeah. I mean, he he does everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for
0: that. And same thing with Kamara, because Kamara came out of Tennessee. Really, people were unsure of
1: his role, of how good he was. That's a Sean Payton move right there.
0: The the Saints kind of took a a flyer on him, and he has come in, and he – I don't know if you saw any of his runs last week. The man does not go down. He's he's tough and he's, he will get hit three, four, five, six times and just keeps his balance. Maybe it's the nose ring. It's he's like a bull. <laughs> it's very true. Um so I'm thankful. And obviously you've got the quarterbacks like Mahomes and Watson. Uh Dak. I don't I I don't like I consider Dak to be kind of a little more old school just because he's been in the league for a little while.
1: Well, he's four years. He's a young guy. This is his fourth year.
0: Really, only four years, for 26 Dak?
1: years old. Man, that's feels why like he's, he's not on the 25 and under team. Yeah, it's true. Um,
0: it feels like he's been in the league for a, a little bit longer, but it's than because
1: that. of his poise and his leadership. He, he's a very poised it's, it's
0: athlete. True. It's true. I just feel like I've been hearing his name for a while. Um, all right, real quick
1: three top three Thanksgiving foods for you. Oh, man. Uh, so I gotta go with number one green bean casserole. What is wrong with people not liking green bean casserole? I don't know. And my stepmom, shout out to you, Steph, because she puts chicken in hers. Like shredded chicken. And it is so good. Excuse me? Yes. Shredded chicken. Look, I haven't eaten dinner
0: yet, so I'm really hungry. So we need to really just talk about this real quick. But that
1: sounds amazing. It is. Like... I'll have to tell my dad to get her to listen because wow I love you Steph <laughs> shredded chicken and green bean casserole she's the only one that can do it though like I've tried to replicate it I can't do it yeah Um. let's see so the green bean casserole Whew. Um I love sweet potato pie sweet potato pie I love sweet potato pie above buddy. pumpkin yes really and I love pumpkin everything mm-hmm. but I think it's the consistency of pumpkin mm-hmm. pie that I'm not like Oh, a little bit thicker. Yeah, almost like, yeah. But sweet potato, oh, I could eat an entire sweet potato pie. (laughs) Um, and then lastly, oh man, this is gonna sound disgusting. Um, well, for some people, but I love deviled eggs. Oh, bro, I could eat a whole. Oh man, and I know people that hate deviled eggs, and I don't know why. Oh, I love me some deviled eggs. I could literally eat a whole plate of them. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I am right there with you. Yeah. Just plain, too. Like, you don't have to do anything crazy to no. them. You don't know, even have to put the little
1: powder stuff on no, top. No, no, absolutely like, not. As long as there's pickles. Sometimes I, I met someone one time that did jalapeno, pickled jalapenos in there. Yeah, interesting. So they were, like, ultra deviled right, eggs? We don't even put
0: any pickles in ours. Just mustard and mayonnaise in the. And that's perfectly fine. Absolutely. I'll take that
1: all day. Absolutely. I'm for that. that so. That's what I go with. All right. Or as Brianna's mom calls them, angel eggs. <laughs> well done well done all right well uh, real
0: quick mine okay so i got it. my mom makes a killer apple pie oh see i didn't want to go apple pie because it's a summer thing but thanksgiving okay i'll take it she makes because i apple love pie. apple pie see but it's not it's not your apple pie with regular crust crust on the top it's streusel crumble topping Ooh, it's so good so good mm. like like i legit look forward to that above pumpkin pie and i love pumpkin pie yeah i know so <laughs> Uh, so I'm going with the apple pie. Uh, I'm going with, you said sweet potato pie. I'm going with my mother's sweet potato casserole.
1: Um, because. Does she put pecans on it? No. It's oh. straight marshmallows. See, that's, that's why I don't like most sweet potato casseroles because they put pecans on them. Yeah. But if you just go straight marshmallow. No, I mean, it's the brown sugar and then Ooh. marshmallows over the top. So good. And she
0: puts, it's like there's orange juice in the sweet potatoes to make it a little, a little acidic. A little acidic. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. You might and have to then, save me some of that. Yeah. Oh, I, I got you, bro. And then my last one is, I know this may sound really simple, but I'm going yeast rolls. I mean, honestly, you can't beat Hol- a yeast roll. Hol- homemade, homemade yeast rolls in a big pan. My, every year, my mom and my mom listen to this. So, mom, just listen, okay? Every year, <laughs> you always complain about how they're not done in the middle. That's the best That's the way best to- part of a yes! yeast roll. That is, that is the best part is when they're not done.
1: Yes. Yeasty. Yeasty Every mother out there, when it's undercooked, it's best. That's right. I will take the salmonella and everything that goes with it. (laughs) Undercooked is better. So so much better.
0: All right, last segment. Real quick before we sign off here, we're going to look ahead to the Monday night game. We got the Baltimore Ravens taking on... The Los Angeles Rams, Baltimore, 8-2 and two right now, sitting at the two-seed behind New England in the AFC, and the Rams are just fighting to try to stay in the playoff hunt. They're a game and a half behind the Vikings for the last one. Um, look, we, we talked a little bit about the Ravens, so we're not going to go into too much detail with this. Um, but, um, man, I, I don't see how at this point... That they're going to be stopped
1: until they meet New England in the playoffs again. And Belichick will not lose that. Exactly. But going to the Rams, I think they are the most Jekyll and Hyde team this year. Um, they're definitely close if they're their not. Their defense has been great. Even when they traded for Jalen Ramsey, they're still just eh some weeks. Hmm? I mean, it's yep. – as, as Cheesehead would say, eh. <laughs> eh. I mean, eh, eh. Now, here's the thing,
0: all right? I, I said that, and then looking at their schedule, they do play the 49ers next week. That's a rivalry game, though. No, no, no. The Ravens. Oh. Which, considering the way that they're, they're playing. They're dismantling the, the pack. Packers. Um, that could be a really good game. Now, for the Ravens, it's at home, so that helps them in Baltimore.
1: You know, I think this is going to be the first time that Lamar sees an elite pass rusher like Bosa. Yes. Because I legitimately think that that rookie will... I mean, he's my pick for defensive player of the year. He's got to be close. He's Um, definitely in talks. And if not him, then his
0: brother. Right. I I think that's kind of where the feeling is, that he's going to be defensive. His brother's going to be uh, the regular rookie.
1: Or the regular... Which is a little it's a cop out because it's like hey we'll give you this award. Yeah. But I mean Nick is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. It is uh No doubt. Uh, he is he's the leader of that defense of this right now. Him and Richard Sherman. Yeah. All I mean already that and he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. So Looks great. It it's scary for the NFC West cuz that he's going to dominate them for years to come. Jared Goff you better just start practicing running. Yeah. Um, but the the Ravens and the and the Chargers or not Chargers the Rams excuse me um the Ravens will win um, <laughs> yeah I think we I, th- I think we I think that I think that uh you know I, I think Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks are back this week it's supposed to be I know Cooks is still in concussion protocol yeah Robert Woods is for but sure Robert Woods is back but little Cooper Cup that's that's the man on that in that receiving core. And you got you gotta face Marlon Humphreys, man. Yeah. And and or Humphreys, excuse yeah, me. Jared, and, Jared Goff, Jared Goff hasn't been good enough, or at least uh, consistent enough. And that, that pains me because Goff I didn't think he I mean, he's not I never thought he was a great quarterback, but I thought he was just okay. Mm-hmm. I thought he would do well with a, a team like that and yeah. a McVay offense. And he's shown that he could at times, but um, this year he just hasn't. But it goes to that. Don't give a quarterback money, which kind of scares me because we're gonna give Dak money, yeah, and and he deserves it. Mm -hmm. I mean, because he's a top ten quarterback, Matt. Uh, (laughs) But I think the Ravens win that, and I'm gonna say they win it big. I'm gonna say thirty one to fourteen. Thirty
0: one to fourteen.
1: Yeah, I I like that. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna put necessarily a line on it, but uh, I think it. I I would agree with that. Um, I think it's, a, it's at least by two touchdowns. The Ravens have a great defense, yeah, and, it, and it's and it's being undermined because of what Lamar Jackson has done. But I don't think Lamar Jackson gets it done with his legs. I think he's going to throw it. He's going to have to throw it um, because against Jalen Ramsey because you got that number ninety nine, and that dude is bad. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's going to be coming for Lamar. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be a good battle to watch. Yeah, I I'm excited to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: all right well that's gonna do it today for us on fourth and short podcast trent it's been a pleasure i really have enjoyed this you know
1: i really think that uh i should just sub in for matt a lot
0: i really think that uh that's a great
1: idea or at least make it a three-man
0: yeah i'm thinking that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look into these options so uh matt uh we we're 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 deciding this now (laughs) on air so sorry that's what you get when uh you decide to go home Canada. Bring me back some cheese. <laughs> uh, but uh, before we sign off, let me just remind you that we are wherever you can listen to your podcasts uh, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure that you rate us and review us and share us with your friends so that at least you have something to laugh about with them because we need to. Hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Eat lots of turkey. Enjoy that family and that football on Thursday. That's going to do it for us. Peace out.